Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. Disasters touch wood, but just in case, I would hate to use somebody's time and then go. Sorry, I've got no. And then, like, you'd never get natural. I don't no, think again. It'd be well, really I think, like. I think you'd just be like, right, oh, yeah, one shot, Lisa. <laughs> That's it. You're not getting anywhere. You come, you drink my tea. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I think I think it'd be a bit cheeky. I'm like, so you could just say all that again. again. So no, so we record it twice over. Just, Good idea. Um, and it's a very casual start. So we've already started recording, yes, so you can hear my dulcet tones talking about <laughs> nonsense. Uh, and I'm in the lovely home of Laura Boyle. <laughs> so I know Laura, not for what she does for a job. <laughs> we, we, we might go there, we might never. Uh, oh, that sounds really like, so if you're not part of like, secret service or something. Like, I mean, not that, you're into, not that your job's not interesting, Laura. But um, what I'm more interested in primarily is... Well, essentially, I guess it would have been a hobby initially, mm-hmm. and that is dance. Yes, that is. So, what age were you when you started? So, dancing? I started when I was six and a half. Probably one, like six half. and a half. <laughs> when I'll tell you, I started competitions at six and three quarters. Oh, really? Right, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to start earlier, but I wasn't very good at keeping hobbies, so... My oh, mum right. was a bit like, no, you've done everything and then you just don't go back. So you're not doing it. So you were a joiner, that's what you used to call. Yes, a joiner. I was a joiner of everything. <laughs> good, it's good. So, options, <laughs> a lot of dance in there, but... To be fair, I mean, I'm not saying that you're ancient, Laura, because you're far from it, but you've stuck to this one Exactly, well. because mum said, if mm. you start this one, you do not leave it. Or that's oh. it. So I was like, okay, so now I'm not I'm not leaving. So what other hobbies did you have now? I'm intrigued. I'm like, what else did you get up to at age so, like four? <laughs> three, we started swimming. Nice. Um, that, that got kept on for a few years until I could, you know, swim. And then it was like, right, done it. Got it, you, it goes. got your badge. Uh, yeah, rainbows. <laughs> then they made me dance around a toadstool. I wasn't too keen on that, so I left. Right. Ballet, tap, did that for a few years. Mm-hmm. Got a bit bored, moved on. Wanted to do a wee bit of gymnastics, mm. Highland dancing. All my friends did it in my in my school, ah, so I was like, please. Nice. So they used to teach me in the playground, and I'd join in. Nice so then, after like ages and ages of badgering on, she was like, right, okay, go along, yeah. but do not quit. But it's really like as a as a dance style, it's really like specific and really yes. regimented. Like I wonder why you really wanted it was because it was your pals who were doing it no I think it's because of my dance teachers right because I just loved my dance teachers like anything my dance teachers said I would do so if my mum wanted me to do something she'd say to my dance teachers (laughs) (laughs) and it's pretty much the same now when I'm teaching kids (laughs) yeah the mums are like go tell them this (laughs) and you tell them like yeah yeah. because you just love your dance teacher so you do anything that they say yeah so I think that was mainly it it was your teachers either Yes. So was there a few, was it a particular dance school that you started with? Yeah, I started with the Jenkins School, which I'm still at, so 22 years later. Um, <laughs> and we started in Earth in a wee pub, and I used to go along, and then I got private lessons at my dance teacher's house when oh, she was a student. Right, okay. Many a dance class in a pub. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean, 
I had dance classes for adults in Bell Cell, and this was where you could still smoke in pubs. Oh, and one oh time no. the guy came in for like the so we were in the hall that was attached to the pub and he came in and we were using you know the ashtrays you used to get the tables <laughs> yeah. using his top hats. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean they were clean. But I, I just his face was like, what are you saying? And I'm like, improvising. <laughs> Why well, not? I love a dance class in a pub. Yeah, I used to always get a wee packet crisp and I drink yes. a juice after it. It was perfect. Scampy fries, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, obviously you loved your dance teachers, but it yes. is like, it's hardcore Highland mm-hmm. dance. Like, yeah. It really is. Like in terms of endurance and like the attention to detail. Yes. And I don't want to say that there is no scope for creativity because I know, coming from a Highland background, I know there is. Yeah. But there's, like like ballet is like the kind of foundations isn't it yeah that's right so for anybody that's like thinks they know highland dance yeah because we all (laughs) (laughs) what's like the very first thing that you do when you go into highland dance like what are you kind of what's the basics probably learning how to jump because it's completely different from just jumping away in the park Mm. (laughs) completely different you're using like the balls of your foot mm. and the muscles in your toes learning how to point that's a hard thing as well like ballet I suppose yeah um learning yeah learning your leg muscles really and building them up before you can really do anything totally because we don't have them before yeah because um, a lot them. of the arm movements are, are almost like kind of posed yes but then it's the footwork that's full yep. on isn't it full on yeah yeah, yeah so totally yeah little ones like now you'd start with jumps and points and shedding like the foot going around your leg the fling was yeah. that your kind of yeah, first yeah so probably dance? paddy bars paddy bars and fling uh, most people all know the fling yeah, like, they'll say knows a paddy oh, no, a paddy bar and the fling <laughs> swords <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of first ones we go with and you were saying that you start you started when you were six and a half yep and then started competing when you were six and three yeah <laughs> So was that like just a thing within the dance school itself, like competing? So everyone would compete if you right. wanted to. So I went to, I think my first competition was in Dundee right. in a wee church hall and I couldn't find the place. So it was late. So when I arrived, my dance teacher was like, oh my goodness, trying to do my hair and get my kilt on. I think I had my mum's brother's kilt on yes. with wee white socks and a frilly blouse. Yes. <laughs> I, had a, I had a school shirt, uh-huh. like a white school shirt. And then my mum had made me an elasticated frill oh, that went round <laughs> <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> I mean it works the Aye. two dances I think I got a first and a third equal and that was me away hooked and were you were you up for the competition element of it yeah so I think it was just naturally everyone competed in her mm, yeah so thing. yeah you knew everyone competed so it was like right get your entry and you're going to go compete now you can do your paddy bars and your paddy bar high cuts yes. you can go compete Obviously, I have a knowledge, but I'm just trying to think of Joe Bloggs, who yes. is like, what is Highland Dance? like? Or you think it's just the, the swords or it's just uh-huh. the fling, but there, there's so there's much to it. Yeah. So, like, can you go into any kind of great detail yeah, about so the types of dances that you've you do? You've got loads and loads of dances, mm-hmm. and your kind of traditional ones have, like, stories behind them. So you've got the swords. Tell us a story, yeah, lad. Tell, tell us a story. story. <laughs> so, the sword dance. Yes. So that's... Um, I think people would do that before they went into battle so yes. they would lay down the swords dance over the night before battle and if they were to kick the swords it would be an omen that they would die in battle the next day no pressure yeah exactly <laughs> and then when you go dance that like someone will announce it to the audience and you're like really? like thanks for that pressure that I'm not going to kick my swords now or I'm going to die <laughs> 
So yeah, you got that. And then the Chantreuse, which mm. is about the English banning the Scotch people wearing their kilts. Yes. And that's where you get lots of like brushing. brushing yes. yes. As if you're trying to brush off the trousers nice and get your one. kilt back on. So yeah, there's things like that. And then the reel, which I think was a dance done to keep warm waiting to go into church. So we group dance. Which is probably closest dance to a Kaylee, I would say. Yes. Yeah, because uh-huh. it's our only really group dance, although you're competing yourself, mm. you're in a group of four. And then, yeah, you've got Flora, which is Flora McDonald Fancy. That's the one with the, doing the white, is that the white dress yep, then? Yep, kind of tartan skirt, if, or yes. you can wear white dresses. Then you've got the lilt, which is the Battle of Somme, to do with oh, the no, Battle you're of Somme. Oh, you're away. I yeah. didn't do that when I did it, obviously, <laughs> progress to that level. <laughs> and Hornpipe, which is like sailors, so you imitate yeah. what sailors do. And the Irish Jig, which is in mm. about an uh, Irish wom- woman who's angry at her husband, who's spent all his money in the pub. So when he comes home... She's raging at them, so that's why it's rage. all like shaking of the fists. And so there's, I mean, there's hundreds of other dances, but uh-huh. these are like your main story. Yeah, yeah. Story dances. I'm sure they all have a story. And was but... like, was there a bit of emphasis on like you knowing the stories before you learn the dances? Yeah. From so your my teachers? dance teacher makes sure you know the story just mm-hmm. because. I mean, you're not really acting when you're dancing, but you kind of are. So yeah. if you're doing the angry Irish women, you've kind of got yeah. to be angry. There's no point being <laughs> smiling, Jolly. having like elegant poses. <laughs> so yeah, it helps knowing the story Aye. so that you can perform it as best as you can. The levels of energy and athleticism yes. you require to be a Highland dancer. Like, I wish I'd kept it up because I would be way fitter than I am now. Like, you were saying, yes. like, the jumping, the hopping. It's just incessant because you're literally just keeping the time. That's right, yeah. Aren't you? With mm-hmm. all these other movements in between. Yes. What other kind of training do you, have you done and still do? So, when we first started dancing, like, years ago, nobody really knew what other training, like, it was good to do training on top of that. So you just did Highland dancing and that was it. Uh-huh. But then people started learning more about the muscles mm. and going to university and learning, like, sport exercise yeah. and stuff like that. So they realised that it's best to build up muscle that you're going to be using works better. So, like, cross-training is the best thing to do. So oh, right. I used to do circuits at a class. A lot of us from the dance school um, got set up, did it on a Sunday night, right. did circuits, did weights... And right. you just, just so much body better. Conditioning, yeah, really. body conditioning, uh-huh. perfect for dancing. You're building mm. up the muscles that you're constantly needing to use. Totally. Um, so I kind of do that in my wee dance room next door. You have a dance yeah, room. Yes, you need to see that. Well, we'll definitely see it. And before I forget, I have to say that I knew it was Laura's house because she had my name in the door. She had my name in lights, practically. And there was a wee sign saying, Welcome, Lisa. I was like, Yay. I love it. Such a dance person thing to do. I love it. You're obviously a people person. Like doing yeah. something like that, it's like that's a nice thing to do. That's like the connections that you have in the dance world. They'll probably just be as important to you than you know as much as the dance yes, itself definitely. is. Obviously, my dance teacher. I love your dance. Love teacher. my dance teacher. <laughs> like <laughs> best friends. Aye. Yeah. So and I, I know all our family and like our that's daughter nice. dances. I teach them our dance. Our ah, daughter's dance teacher. Nice. So you're the longest serving member of that? No, you know? no, I'm not. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm the second longest. Oh, so yeah, Kristen, she's got two children that come to dancing now. Right. So she's older than me. Right. Um, she's in her thirties, mm-hmm. still dances. Love it. Um, gave up competing for a while, but she's coming back. Right. So 
Yeah, and she teaches as well. It's, it's kind of like a family. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone. Well, well, you can't escape know each other. In it. That's it. You're once you're in it, and your mum was just in my mum. You're not allowed out. I'm going to leave the room, I don't think. <laughs> you but know, yeah, yeah <laughs> you build you build up friends. Like mm. a lot of us who teach have been friends since we were teenagers or younger than that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah, because yeah. like obviously it's nice to go and compete and do your thing and like get the trophies and the accolades yeah. or whatever, but. It's a, I guess it's a lot of your time. I mean, I know you teach now. Yes. But even just as a dancer itself, like the amount, the commitment, uh-huh. hours and hours and hours of work. There's a, a lot of time spent with these people, but the common bond is we all love it. Exactly. Aye. Yes. I know that you've been able to travel with that yes, old Yes, we have. Yeah, and that's the joy of Scottish traditions. They are yep. celebrated here, they're also celebrated globally yes and yes. i feel sometimes when we go to these other places different countries they maybe even like it more than us i, I bet <laughs> or celebrate it more I than us i think i told the wee white lie earlier on it, i mean it, i would be fitter if i'd kept up the hill but really i've just been living vicariously through <laughs> your page going oh i could have been in where were you lisbon lisbon <laughs> i was like i could have been in lisbon dancing gutted <laughs> so is that just something that's happened organically through yes the so dance. i think the first trip was probably with my dance school okay. so and it was germany i think nice. for a burn supper Aye. because germans love a burn supper right, every, okay. every single year and really go into it big and sell tickets and everyone comes for this right. burn supper and they've got pipers and haggis and dancers and akele and Aye. absolutely everything and then it was a bit like okay can you do a scottish night in june don't know where june comes from but yeah we can yes we can and then can you come back for burns again yeah sure ah, so nice that went then. on for years and years and i think that happened last year i didn't go with the dance school but dance school went again for mm. another Scottish night burn supper and then yeah lisbon italy taiwan um, poland um, but yeah, per- loads of performances abroad, which is nice. brilliant. Yeah, I even believe it. And for you, like, if you were honest, how do you feel about it, the tradition of Highland dancing? Is it just like, I love Highland dancing and it just so happens I'm Scottish and that's nice? Or are the traditions something that are important to them? What's your view yeah. on keeping the traditions alive? So basically? I think previously I would have said, like, oh, I don't keep traditions alive in Scotland. I'm not really going anything to do with that. It's uh, just Highland dancing. But yeah, actually, I find it quite important. I think that's, like, I love it when I go there and everyone's yeah. doing this tradition. I mean, ye- hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago and we're still celebrating it. Like, yeah. I think it's amazing. And for other countries, like, we don't tend to celebrate their traditions if they have any yeah, you yeah. know what I mean yeah. but they're all celebrating ours it makes you feel really proud of being Scottish mm, when you go there totally um, I like you see that like Tartan Week and all that yeah, in New York and right. stuff yeah yep. you're just like wow and like obviously things like the, the military tattoo mm-hmm. and how much dance is a part of that yes. people from all over the world flocking to hear Scottish music yeah. you know Scottish instruments Scottish yep. dance like and so many like Canadians Australians doing Highland dancing yeah yeah like, yeah that's amazing ah you're like you know who took it there yes. and then left it and, it and everyone enjoyed it ah, like yeah, yeah, why yeah. is that a thing ah. why does everyone love love that yeah. people must like the military style regime yeah. of like the dance but then maybe it is partly to do with the stories and the traditions behind it and you know there's a specific thing that you wear for that yes and there's specific shoes and yeah just maybe this all the stories because the there'll be a yeah. reason for everything definitely why it's a frilly shirt yes why you lace up your shoes and then the specific dances there's obviously like you were 
describing it on all the stories that yeah. attached them. So I was dancing in residence for a Scottish dance company and it became my remit to basically try and keep the traditions alive within the community of Clamaranshire, mm-hmm. so the weirdest county. So my background being Highland and, and Cayley and then all other styles of dance that I'd done, like street dance, whatever, uh-huh. um, I kind of fused Cayley and Highland with other styles. So we'd do like Cayley Bollywood, Cayley oh, wow. Hip Hop. So that kind of became like fu- basically fusion dance and it was a way of making Cayley cool yep. for those who didn't. Yes. I mean, who doesn't think Cayley's not I know, cool? I why is know, that a thing? But anyway... <laughs> I.e. my sister who hates no. Akeley I'm like where's Robbie I think she doesn't like organised dance and she wants uh, to do a thing she's a freestyler <laughs> she's a freestyler <laughs> um, so yeah my remit was to basically try and get people dancing mm-hmm. essentially try and keep these traditions alive by saying there is this Kaylee dance and we'll teach you that first but then you could put you know have a creativity element yeah. to it where you could put your own thing on it not everybody loved that idea oh. uh, as in the yeah, what this... are you doing to the traditions yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, there was a photo shoot with me with my midriff out at the time. And I remember that co- with a kilt and a slash t-shirt. And I remember that caused much controversy Excellent. from one person. I think we got a letter from one person. Wow. <laughs> totally. I was like, oh God, pure rebel that goes. Um, but yeah, within your realm of dance, has there been the opportunity or the want to take these dances and these steps and make something of your own. Yes. Yes. So. That was um, a long-winded question. <laughs> that's give you one question. No, but it's just, it's because it's, it's relevant to me because I remember at the time, I didn't think I was being that radical. Yeah. Clearly I was. <laughs> no, we totally did that. So I think it was probably back when I was about 14. Yes. So bearing in mind, I was around six and a half. Highland, Highland, strict. Mm. Just stick to the dances. Then when I was 14, my dance teacher was like, we're going to do a dance show. First ever dance show. We're going to do it in this uh, hall in Concarden. But it's not going to be Highland. It's going to be like Highland dancing with a wee choreography twist. And we're like, ooh, okay, ooh, okay. Nice. So we did it to non-Highland music. Wore non-Highland clothes. Then we progressed maybe four years later. My dance mm. teacher was like, okay, I've been watching stuff. There's stuff from like Canada where they have choreography competitions and nice. stuff coming over. Watch on YouTube. And you would add in like little movements that aren't Highland. Like the Irish dancing, because obviously like, yes. the Lord of the Dance and all that kind of stuff, that's where that was like, oh, they've got their arms out. Yes, exactly. And actually we did Lord of the Dance. Yes. Then they'd be like Disney ones with a wee boogie yes. in here, wee Charleston ones. So yeah, nice added one. in Highland with different styles. I think it's important. Like I really do because all dance... Was is influenced by other styles. You start with the basics of like ballet. You know, mm-hmm. the Highlands is then. You look at the movements of ballet and that you know the turnout is yeah. so similar. They'll link in, yeah, they in do, a way. Yeah, they do. And it would be mad to think that something would sit alone and not have been influenced from various parts That's of right. the world and people traveling mm-hmm. and taking their it's bits with them. With yeah. them. Ah, things will probably grow and evolve and change yeah. all the time. And I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. At least we're keeping the traditions alive, exactly. telling the stories, yep. the history of it, and how we can tweak it and yep. change it up. And I suppose we feel you like. keep it alive by adding new things into it, so yes. that then new generations are still interested. In it. I suppose if we yeah. kept it all old, it'd be a bit like, mm, mm. I don't want to do that. But yeah. it's interesting newer people into it as well. So having not been in that that world for a long while now, um, I remember we used to get a magazine. Um, every, or every month or it was called Dance On and it was like a Kaylee uh-huh. mag- well it was predominantly Kaylee dance and there would be like somebody had written a new 
Kaylee Dancer, like Kaylee Dancer of the Month, uh-huh. and it'd be like a new one, they'd just given it their own oh, title. Wow. Is that something you're seeing in Highland? Are people choreographing new Highland dances? Yeah, there are new just Highland dances, right. so more in like memory of someone. So we have a few. Um, Farewell to Charlie is one of our dances, which probably other organisations won't know because it was a judge who was with our organisation for so long, so they made up a dance and now we're teaching everyone this Farewell to Charlie. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? I know. So that's probably, there's a few out there now that are starting to, it's a shame, but every time someone dies, uh, yeah, yeah. if they're important to the association, then. Your memory. What's the nicest way to keep somebody alive yes. or something that they loved? You know, we use it at competitions, so oh, it's lovely like nice. that. So there are new dances evolving, and I'm sure it'll continue yeah. to. Yeah. Is choreographing something you find easy to do? I hate choreography. Right. <laughs> <laughs> tell us all so, about that, Laura. I, I really like regimented stuff. She's like, tell me what to do, I'll do it. <laughs> Yep, so I don't mind if someone makes me a choreography, I'll dance it, but if you were to ask me what would you prefer to do, some choreography or just your fling over and over a hundred times, I'd be like, the fling. So this is where (laughs) a dance class, like, nobody else agrees with me. So, like, sometimes my dance teacher thinks she's being nice and she's like, oh, we'll do some choreography today and we can all go into groups and make up our own. Everyone's like, yes. And I'm like, I'll just go home. And she's like, what? So usually, a, yeah, I'm in a corner. What is it you don't like? Are you an indecisive person? Do you I don't like know. Can... I have no idea. Like, I just really like going over yeah. and over and trying to perfect movements I already have mm. and dances I already have. Yes, yeah, so you're not adverse to learning new stuff. It's no. just the actual creating. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm quite fast at picking up choreography right. and, like, trips with being abroad, like, pick up choreography. Yep, I can do that and I don't mind mm. doing that's, that. I mean, that's a massive skill in itself as a dancer. Yeah. Because you can't learn to quickly pick up things. It's mm. difficult. Oh, you just yeah, yeah. you're either quick or you take a while and you have to go over See, and over I'll do over the choreography it. bit and you'll pick up because I'm yes. rubbish at picking. That's why I choreograph <laughs> and I don't learn anybody else's dances anymore because it took me too long. <laughs> yeah, so you have your everybody's got their strength. Yes, and it's yeah. good that you recognise that, Laura. <laughs> no, but it's like uh, there's so many elements to dance, mm-hmm. you know, and it's whether somebody wants to go into I mean it's like that's not like the be all and end all to become a choreographer. Yes. You might you might just love dance and want to dance and learn other people's choreography and that's yeah. right. And how you interpret and I guess like you were saying earlier on, the performance of it and character and stuff that you can put into your performance that I would do differently to you. Yes. So that's maybe where your creative side comes in yes. and you can sell it the way you want to yep. sell it. I'm I'm <laughs> telling you that one. Just the traditional dances. <laughs> <laughs> Down with this sort of thing. <laughs> so when I was telling you about my like Kaylee hip hop, you were like, "Oh, what even is that?" <laughs> was it you who wrote that letter? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so dancing at things like prestigious events. Mm-hmm. Ha- have you done the tattoo or similar events to so, that? So yes, we don't do the tattoo mm-hmm. in Edinburgh, but we've done it in is it Berlin? I think. Cool. Done. Oh, we did the Glasgow tattoo, which was a. Nice. first and last thing okay, so yeah right. they, I, I think I missed that. yeah they, th- they tried to oh. it was a shame I think they tried yeah. to redo a tattoo inside in the hydro I don't know what happened because when they said well, we'll do it for a second year mm-hmm. they sold tickets for a week and then that right, was okay. yeah they pulled so it just too close to yeah to the Edinburgh yep. one to... I think everyone was comparing it to that because you yeah, would yeah. Um, but I enjoyed that mm. and I danced in that one and dancers from all over 
came yeah. and we learnt choreography. Just all these opportunities to to dance as an adult. Yes. Because that's another thing that a lot of people have done something quite intensely mm-hmm. as a kid, but then you hear a lot of young people giving it up. Maybe yes. in their teenage, teenage years, years or getting yeah. to like working Uni- age. Yeah. How, how have you managed to keep it going? What's the secret, Laura? Oh, What's the secret? I think it's just probably opportunities that I've had and I've thought, mm, yeah, they're pretty good. It sounds Getting like dance about. school were always up for giving you yes. lots of chances and opportunities to, to dance. Definitely, that's probably it. And it's probably why we have so many older girls dancing and keeping yes. it on as well and still competing. Like, mm. competing. Although I'm like the second longest, there's a lot of older teenagers people 20 odd mid 20s heading into 30s mm-hmm. so which is really really rare yeah, Usually yeah. People, you know finish at teenage years but it probably is because the dance school gives you so many yeah, opportunities nice. you build friends and they're staying on you don't want to leave it's like a wee family and a community but yeah so you have to have the discipline to then maybe get back into something if you have that's right breaks. and then i suppose we were talking about this at dancing like mm-hmm. some of the girls my age or just younger were saying it was funny because when they became like teenage just older than teenager were looking for part-time work at the weekend they were they were always like well can't i have one on a saturday because saturday's <laughs> when i go to dancing right. so you'd always like one for a sunday but then you didn't really want one on a sunday you might have a competition so you'd be like what can i do like during the week yeah we always said like has anyone has a part-time job at the weekend they were all like no 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 <laughs> but I mean, if you compete and you try and win, then we win money because we're professional. So as ah, soon as you hit professional, you can, you can win money. It's not a lot, but sometimes when you're that age, it's enough to keep you going for the week. Yeah, totally. So I think a lot I'm of people might stay on. you for petrol money, you're like, Yes, Delta. you're like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> so that probably helps as yeah, well. Yeah, that's cool. Well, that's what I was thinking, like, the commitment as an, an adult. It's one thing, being a teenager and having the freedom to pick and choose yes. what you do and whatever but it's another thing having a house a lovely yes. house and having a job and responsibilities mm. and keeping up which, what is quite a full on yep. hobby to some degree obviously I know you teach and that's yes. a different thing but is it just one of these things that you just have to do you couldn't imagine not yeah so my friends that still dance they'll talk about this all the time we can't mm. imagine what do you actually do on a Saturday so we always think what do people do on a Saturday because I know I'm at the hall for nine o'clock and I leave roughly half two-ish and that's my Saturday. I don't know what you do if you don't go to dance on a Saturday. Like, no idea. (laughs) 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 No idea what I'd do without dance. I think it's become... I do like it, but it's become a habit as well. So it is pretty much like brushing your teeth. You couldn't imagine not doing it. Mm -hmm. So... Because it's got into routine, it doesn't get in the way. I don't yeah. find like, oh my goodness, I've got to go to dance and I don't have time for this. It's like you always make time for dance. And I maybe don't make time for other stuff. I'm like, I'll definitely be able to do dance. No. Uh, the dishes might not get yeah. done. It's important, I think, as an adult to have something. Uh, you know, and it might cross over into like something that you do to earn a bit extra money. Or maybe it becomes your job. But but essentially something that you just love doing yes. for you. Yeah, you don't have to do it nope. but you've chosen so yes. to do it i mean you're gigging tonight yes obviously for you it's just like i, I yeah I that's that. what i do that's what i do that's that's yeah. important and i'll get up tomorrow and go to my work like that's just yeah. and everyone will be like what on earth are you not tired and i'm just like no that's what i do yeah it's like i'll come in from work and then go have a practice in the dance room mm-hmm. or do some like weights or like core strength stuff that's a release for me. That's like nice. relaxing. People are like, oh, do you not relax in front of TV? And I'm a bit like, no, I relax yeah. in my dance room. I know it's like 
sweating and <laughs> my muscles are so a bit for me it's like kind yeah. of version of chilling out yeah uh-huh. yeah and then that's me happy for the night and you know your dance is in no way shape related to your job no so not that is like at a all. total release then it's completely different yes mm. don't need to think work stuff at all nice one so yeah I like switch that. the brain off and go Aye. to my dancey brain <laughs> <laughs> is highland dance something that people could get into in any way shape or form a bit later in life or do you see it as something you have to do from when you were wee so most people start when they're wee Mm -hmm. it's easier probably to learn and get your muscles ready for that Mm -hmm. because when you're older your muscles are probably more developed yeah but it's not uncommon for older people to start dancing yeah and there's also a big new craze called highland hustle which a lot have you heard of that no Oh, this is really big. So, right, the bus. Yes, Highland Hustle is basically keep fit with Highland. So it's got Highland movements in it, but it's keep fit at the same time. So it's not fully. You're not learning Highland dances. It's a wee bit Kayleyish with Highland dance. So my friend, she's a Highland Hustle instructor, um, and she does it. Does classes, and loads of adults come to it. And they, I mean, it's a hard workout, but they absolutely love it. And there's that more intensity version you can start with, and then you can build up. So that is quite probably more common than adults coming to just starting off and going to Highland Uh class. But saying that. At competitions, we mm-hmm. don't have many in our class, but in competitions recently, there's been this big intake of beginner adults who've now started competing. So they must have just started dancing. Oh, nice one. from Edinburgh away, um, all their kids dance, and now they've started competing. And they're actually really pretty good, and they've learned all their dances. Love that. So it can be done. Yeah, and I think, again, that whole Highland Hustle thing, I can hear, I can hear the people that are all for the traditions going, oh, like, yes. <laughs> but... I mean, it's getting Why people not? active, yeah. it's keeping the traditions alive, the music mm-hmm. as well. I guess with gigging as well, you've probably came across lots of different versions of Bertie Commas traditional yes. sounding music, <laughs> which I like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the fusion of styles, and well, that's important. Like mm-hmm. It's almost like sharing the best bits. That's right. Yeah. So where do you see your um, Highland dance journey going next is it more of just what you're doing or is there like a goal so yeah probably when I was 10 years younger I would have said by now I would have stopped and done my judging and would be examining but because I love it so much every year that passes I still think I'm like 13 and I'm like I'll do that again I enjoyed it so much let's do it again yeah, and, you look a bit 13 <laughs> you're that <laughs> and the more opportunities that come up you just keep seeing more and more and more and then my hope is maybe in a few years mm-hmm. passing them to the teenagers that I teach like I'd love to see my dance teachers we get all get all yes. the the performances I do course, and then I... she can carry them on and pass them down like totally and I think, I think if you're great. still able to do it and it's not detrimental to your health like yes exactly and why would you stop dancing oh. just because you're at a certain age yes if you're yeah. fit and able to do it exactly people there's a lot of people at competitions so we've had this probably last year was the worst people saying to me like why is she not stopped why is she dancing it's not what? fair yeah my daughter shouldn't have to dance against her there she's younger yeah but she, they're in adults we're all adults ah. in this category so that just made me be like well i'm just going to dance for a few more years then yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. gosh that's unreal i mean obviously you're going to take it seriously if you're going to yes. compete but 
I knowing you, Laura, mm-hmm. I know you're a very you would be a very friendly competitor yes. and a good sports woman. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Are there situations where you've been in? And you're like, this is not a nice vibe. Yes. Okay. So probably didn't notice that till I became more in my twenties. Okay. Never really had that before. But then I don't know if it's the more you win, the more I don't want to say enemies. Just people tend not to like mm-hmm. you. Some people that are competing yeah. against you. Not everyone. There's lots of good sports yeah. out there, but. Dance moms, is that I mean, a thing? Yeah, that's world? a very big thing, yes. I mean, your yes. mum seemed quite serious about Oh my goodness, no, so this is really funny. My mum was really serious. Mom, it's been like, you will dance. <laughs> then that was it. So right. my mum came to dance and for the chat, you could ask her now, 22 years later, anything about dancing, she doesn't have a clue. She doesn't know the first thing to dance, she doesn't even know how my outfits are meant to fit. Nothing. Ah, ah, she it. knows nothing. She's here for the chat. She's here for the chat. My nana knows everything. Right. My nana came to every competition. So she could probably dance you the dance. She knows the tune that the piper plays. <laughs> Does she? She, knows, she keeps all my results, every Aww. single result since I started, in a book. That is lovely. Yeah, she knows everything. My mum, on the other hand, <laughs> she's very supportive, which I think I always say to mums, be like my mum, because yeah. actually... There was no pressure on me. If I made a mistake, my mum didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't <laughs> totally. upset. Like, <laughs> like, thought you were brilliant. You're like, yeah. Ah. yeah, kick the sword. You can't come off after kicking your swords and be like, oh no, I've kicked my sword. You'd be like, that was excellent. You'd be like, did you not see that? See what? We about- like, yeah, you were probably chatting to the lady next to you. But <laughs> I think that's better. Like when you kick your swords, is that a, you know, Depending on what category. So probably mine, yes, you're out because there's dancers that and you, are very by kicking close. the swords, see if you kicked it a wee bit and you can still dance on top of them. Is that you should fine? get points off oh, for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So if they're little and they're all kicking their swords, take points <laughs> off, which usually happens. But the more advanced you get, everyone's at a similar level. So if someone okay. kicks it, it's just easier to Got yeah, take them off and yes. give the prize to other people because yes. they've not kicked them. Gosh, yeah. cutthroat. Competition was not in my world. Right. We didn't compete at all. Okay. We, and only in very recent years have I been asked to judge okay. at dance competitions. Um, and at first I had that moral thing with myself going, how do I feel about young people competing against each other, that whole competitive element, yes. just because it wasn't a world that I was from. But I very much just of the opinion, like, they love it. You can see they're having yeah. an absolute ball in the day. And if the general vibe of the room and whoever's organising the competition keeps it, like, we're all in this together, isn't it great that we're all dancing, we're celebrating, and you should be clapping at other yes. people, and you should be congratulating yes. and being a good team player. Definitely, that's definitely what we say to our little ones. Mm. It's when you go up there, you call your results at the end of the day, go up there and say well done to people who yes. are standing next to you, or if you've not won a prize, and it's just not your day. Totally. Like, it could be a different judge next week, and you could win it all, but think mm. how that person that's won has yes. failed today and go congratulate them because you'd want that that's what I always think is everyone has their day but I guess in every sort of kind of art or sport well, there's always the people that take a wee bit yeah, too, too far. far like yes it's a competition and yes we need a winner and <laughs> some people won't win but yeah. calm down a wee bit I think like sports days at schools like it's okay it's not healthy. to win yeah that's, that's <laughs> fine I mean. not to win yeah, yeah. And 
support each other like mm. if you don't win the person does win come and say you know you did great in this you know everyone's tried their hardest yeah. on the day so yeah and it's, it's feel not proud. just on yeah. the day like oh think of all the improvement that you've had over that time exactly and, you know, like, I mean that's why we've started giving it awards like at the end of the year as well for oh, some of our pupils cool. that maybe aren't winning but yeah. we've seen the progression that they're mm-hmm. making they're trying so hard so we'll give out like wee improvement awards or little star awards and things yeah. like that hard work yeah because I think it's important to build resilience Definitely. in terms of anything that you do to a to a level yes. to know that you can't win it in inverted commas yep. and whatever winning looks like for yep. you even if it's not a competition yep. you, you won't always be great exactly. or the best but yep. you, as long as you're improving and you're enjoying yeah. yourself great yeah. well yeah always look at yourself I always say that um mm. Did you dance better than yourself could have? Did you dance nice. better than the time before? Always think, you know, go on yourself. Was that a good day for you? Was yeah. that a bad day for you? What could you have done Because I think, like, the whole comparison thing is a big thing now, especially yeah. with social, social media. media. Yeah. I think for young people, it must be really difficult, especially in the dance world. Yeah. And just body image and all the stuff mm-hmm. that goes into being a young person. And then if you do a sport, or, you know, where you're having to use your body or yes. put yourself out there... And then add on the competition element. Yeah, can be it's very quite a difficult. Lot to like, so yeah. yeah, if you're just looking at yourself, like you yes. say, I think that's yeah. an important message. Definitely. Yeah. So looking at yourself, you're going to definitely no stop dancing. Yeah, I'm just going to keep dancing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably will at some point yeah. stop. I will, n- I will never stop going to class. I'll always but, go to yeah, class, but, but stop competing. Compete. I'll probably still do little gigs and go abroad, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I might judge an exam in. Yeah, I think I'll do that just now, but there's options available for when I feel, mm. or when I wake up and these legs don't carry me, <laughs> then. <laughs> then I might do that. <laughs> I like it. But that's nice, you can still be part of the... The oh, dance definitely. One in the community. Yeah. It doesn't need to be on a performance or competitive yeah. level, at least, you know. Exactly. And I'll always yeah. help teach as well. So yes. I'm never going to leave. Do you find that dancing. enjoyable, like the teaching thing? Was that something that you always knew you were going to do? Or? No. So I think I started helping out at uh-huh. dance when I was 14. You get so much from teaching, mm. like from the little ones, from little three year olds right up. I mean, that. So I have to explain. Laura and I worked together in another capacity yes. and Laura was coming into a school that I was in and oh my god you think well I mean I'm not that I'm saying you're not but it was like Beyonce was coming <laughs> the exciting levels and I like how they called you Miss Laura I'm like that's I've missed a trick there by not getting people to call me that but oh my god they were biggest fan club yeah which is it was it's so lovely, lovely. Yeah. they were so excited to see it and then so excited to impress you and that must just be like you going back to when you were wee definitely and pure loving your dance teacher that was me yes and now that's you mm-hmm. which is just lovely it is lovely yeah and these relationships are important as you're growing up that you've got these people aside from your parents or whatever or your grannies or you know that these people in your life that you can trust yes that yep. you look up to you've got somebody that you think's the bee's knees yeah being somebody's mentor but you're just doing your thing and you're like yeah. I, I'm getting lots out of this as a teacher yes. but they don't know that they don't realise that what no. you've done for yeah, them exactly. what they've done, they've for, done you. for me yeah, yeah. yeah totally no that's lovely they're making lots of memories yes that's the like. thing so we're moving on to what we call the thingamabobs Laura because I, I know this is exciting uh, well Hodger <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure your answers will be very exciting. Oh, no. This is where you're going to find you're like, Laura's life is just dad. She's so boring. (laughs) There is no other life. 
looking for some skeletons in the cupboard. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> um, <laughs> which song do you know every single word to? Oh no, so this is hilarious because... <laughs> <laughs> There will not be a song I know every single word right. to because I clearly have something wrong with my ears or my brain. I make up words to every song, but I think that's that's, that's the that's words. So I could be singing words and people are like, that is not the words. Like, I can't even think. Pink, alone and lonely. I thought uh-huh. it was. I own a pony. <laughs> so I could assure you there will did be... You, <laughs> There well, will be a song. Does. <laughs> yeah, like, true. Own quite a few. <laughs> there will not be one song that I know the words to. I mean, even nursery rhymes. I noticed right. with my cousin's wee one. I only know half of nursery rhymes, and I was like, "Mum, did you only teach me half?" half She's like, there. "Does your sister know half?" No, she knows full. You clearly just didn't listen to the rest. Love that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever answered that that way. That's what we want. Unique answers. <laughs> What is the first thing you notice about someone when you first meet them? Oh, usually how friendly or like open they are. So mm-hmm. if someone is friendly and quite welcoming, that's usually what I notice. And I feel like quite safe with them. I think, oh, uh-huh. they're a nice person. That's usually the first thing I would notice. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't notice anything physical unless physical. it's like a smiley, welcoming yeah. face. Because, <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's a shame that you get like really shy people. They're not yeah. like really looking at you or then they're kind of shying away and I think oh I'm not too sure about them and then as the more they get to know you you're like oh no they're they're great yeah. but yeah that's probably the first thing I notice um favorite smell oh oh it's a fabric spray <laughs> is it now <laughs> I used to use it it's perfume <laughs> when I was younger mum had like fabric conditioner spray uh-huh. For just spraying the house, nice. and I used to always be like spraying it on my clothes. And actually, she bought me one recently that smells like it, and it's for your clothes. And she was like, oh, "Look what I found!" Because they discontinued it, and this smell was just amazing. Just a bulk buy, yes, like, but like Febreze, <laughs> that kind of thing. The best smell ever. But also, this is a really weird mm. one. So that's a very clean smell. Yeah, but you see, that's quite a guy. I love like um, fusty attic smell <laughs> and I don't know if it's because it reminds me of Christmas going up to the attic to get the tree decorations yeah. the tree but see like if a sponge just maybe went damp oh. I love that smell because it smells fusty <laughs> like oh, the attic Christmas time <laughs> that's probably what it is though just because mm. smells just take you back I mean that's disgusting they? but I love a back attic see when you said going up to I was like I'm that's there it. I smell my yes. So that is probably it, but it's a yes. bit of a strange That's one. A I'll stick with, one like yeah, it. you would stick with the, the cleaner Febreze, but I there you know. go. First of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, in your friendship group, what are you best known for? Oh, I mean, definitely not known song lyrics. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, probably more the sensible one she's a sensible Aye. one she doesn't drink she'll keep us on track motherly that kind nice. of yeah but, which is so not a bad thing not, not a bad thing yeah. Yeah. we're saying it like with a, a wee like yeah a wee not, face like yeah i'm well, a sensible, sensible one, one. <laughs> nothing bad about that <laughs> best day you ever had oh i mean probably florida 
Right. Yes. So when I was 21, yes. not when I was younger, I went to Florida when I was 21 because my mum was like, right, okay, we'll go to Florida if you pass your uni exams, if you graduate, and if you do your teacher's exam, because I didn't want to do it. Okay. So I did it, went to Florida, and oh, I just love Florida. Like, I want to go back. It's just so amazing. Like, that's your, your inner child comes yeah. out in Florida. The best ever. What's yeah. your favourite Disney character? Oh, so this was asked recently. I don't think I have one. No, no I just... Because I've seen all these Instagram yeah. like things where like what Disney character you most like and people are absolutely raging at the I ones keep that they get. And um, Jafar, <laughs> <laughs> great. I've like seen a few people go far. Yeah, then I got Scar and Pimba. I was like, no, that was not my princess. You were one alien, yeah, you? yeah, exactly. Yes, but nope. <laughs> So you're a big Disney fan? Yes, I do like Disney. Wow. Don't lose your inner kid. No. Oh, exactly. I think like Disney just does that to you though when you yeah. go there you're just like totally up for And you're allowed to be like, yeah. yeah. If you did that people would be like, that's for children. What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, you go there and it's just like, I mean, We took my mum for our 60. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh. To Paris, to Disneyland Paris. Oh, so good. Yeah. So Loved good. It. Loved it. I like that. And the last question that I ask everybody mm-hmm. is what is your favourite Scottish word or freeze? Probably Hodge your wished. Yay! <laughs> Love it. Not that one, you to Hodge your wished. Well, you could try. <laughs> As you might have guessed. Many have tried before. Yeah. Hodge your wished. That is Hodge a good your wished, yeah. Mm. We used to go on a trip to Germany and there was a lady playing, I think it was a harp, and everyone would be like in the middle of Kaylee and then she'd just be like, through the mic, Hodge your wished. Wish because she was going to start playing and everyone just put like what? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's quite a soft instrument. No, yeah, yeah. You, you would have to be quiet to be heard. Yep, you really have to hold your. <laughs> it's not your ruckus like pipes and drums and all that. Exactly. <laughs> Stop your blaring. <laughs> Well, on that note, Laura, we will stop oh, blathering. There we Thank go. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was and, very um, exciting. I keep dancing. Don't stop. Oh, these legs have got many years left. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Bra and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.